Greetings. Welcome, Sharps, Newbies, and Squares, to a very special edition of Play On with Jory and Harley. I'm ball guy number one. We're bringing it back this week. Jory Middlestat, ball guy number two with a cleaner shave than me, is the professional Harley Redlick. Is this better than Christmas or New Year's or any other holiday, the opening night of the NFL season? Yeah, with the Bills. As a favorite. Wearing your Josh Allen jersey. Wearing my Josh Allen, representing uh, this geographical place in North America. Bill's Nation, they're a favorite tonight. Isn't we'll it talk Bill's about Mafia? That. Isn't that how they go? Uh, I think, as a disclaimer, <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to support the Mafia on air. We got Josh Allen. We got the Bills. Favorites tonight. Favorites to win the Super Bowl. Exciting time. We are powered, as always, by PointsBet, the official sports book of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, which includes, of course, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Raptors, TFC, and the East Division leading Toronto Argonauts. I I'm going to keep going there as I long come as from, they're in first. I come from a Hamilton family. We went to the Labor Day Classic. And That's it was, right. It, it, in Hamilton, the fans... They get three times as many fans as the Argos get, but obviously uh, this Labor Day Classic wasn't so good to the blue and to the black and gold. PointsBet is also the official sports book of NBC and so much more. We're calling this an NFL Week One edition. You can tell the level of excitement around here is tremendous. With all due re due respect to the Queen passing away, I think for most people, Bills Rams is more important, and for others, of course. There is U.S. Open women's semifinals this evening. I know Serena got bounced. I called You're, the upset. Yeah, yeah. That Go. tennis is done. There's no joker on the med side. That side is well, done. Well, then and you should have stayed up last night to see one of the great tennis matches of all time between Carlito Alcaraz and Yannick Sinner that went five hours and 15 minutes. I want to ask uh, Corey Travers, the head trader at PointsBet Canada, when he joins us later. Uh, about the action and how late it was going because the match went to like 3 a.m. Um, as always, we are coming to you live from the bottom line on Front Street in downtown Toronto. We are literally right beside the Hockey Hall of Fame. It's Harley's go-to spot for wings, Korean barbecue, right? That's we're, still the, that's still I'm, the I'm choice. I'm eating the Korean barbecue tonight. We're having a beer tonight. Oh, yeah, we're here. Come down, football. say hi, enjoy the wings, the drinks, the atmosphere. They're giving away points bet swag. This is the place to be for the opener of the NFL season as the defending Super Bowl champs are hosting, that, that being the Los Angeles Rams, hosting the Bills. It's a crazy aside, right? No team had won or even played in their home stadium for a Super Bowl. It's now happened the last the last two years straight. Who's hosting this year? Do you know Arizona? Uh, it is Arizona. Kyler Murray. It is Arizona. Maybe they'll make NFC it West. three Tough. in a row. So what's going to happen on today's show? Let's quickly tell you. You're not going to get a breakdown on every single game and four million bets. That is not what we do here, and we will never do that. We'll give you plenty of action, but that is not how we approach things. The focus will be on the game's props, parlays, and whatever else we like for this week's games, and anything else on the sporting calendar. Baseball, right, is in the last month of the season. There may be a baseball pick. Will there be one? There for, will be a college football pick. There'll be college football. Okay, and there may be a U.S. Open pick from me. The, for, I, it's for, done. There's it's no Joker. No, there's no Serena. Nobody, uh, like the ratings and the tickets. done, must, and tennis is you in agree, a fine place You right agree now. Serena's match is going to get higher dollar values than the U.S. Open finals this year? Uh, in terms of viewership numbers, yeah, I don't think there's and any question. It was, paying, the most, paying. It, was, it was the most watched tennis match on ESPN ever. Serena the, lost, the, right? The, the, the loss. Yeah, and you cashed a winner on I that. I know. Well, let's get to that. Let's okay, get well, to the hold breakdown. On, hold on. I'm, I'm almost there. Okay, okay? go for it. Corey Travers, head trader at PointsBet Canada, will be by for his weekly visit. He will have not one but two name of bets. I had one. You had one. I don't even know the line on mine. He'll surprise us. We're also going to talk to him about a really interesting development that we were just told about. Yeah, this and is that insane. Is points insane. bet going to what we'll call a 14 cent line, which is unusual in this business. We'll explain that later. We're also going to have a, a special guest today, Teddy Greenstein, 
longtime sports writer at the Chicago Tribune, and now the senior editor and player development development manager, excuse me, at PointsBet, is going to talk about the launch of a new newsletter and how he has gotten involved with PointsBet. We're going to do that in a few minutes. How do you get in touch with us? Easy. Twitter is the easiest place. I'm at Jory Middle, J-O-R-E-Y. I got to spell it. And Harley is at Sharp Edge Picks. And we want to encourage you to sign up at PointsBet, folks. Download the app, sign up, and use the code PLAYON. All right? Use the code PLAYON. So, we always begin with a recap of last week's action. You had a losing week in week one, albeit barely, mm-hmm. but bounced back on the positive side. So recap your picks from last week. I was down a half unit going into the week, and I just made two bets. I lost 1.1 units on under 53 and a half points in Penn State Purdue. It was tracking. There was like a 70-yard pass five seconds into the half. Oh, don't don't bellyache. A loss life. is a loss. And then I won. Take it like a man. I won 1.36 units on the last match that anybody cared about at the U.S. Open. Isla Tomjanovic. I'll say the name because I know you can't I pronounce have it. I no clue. She upset Serena. So net-net, I made 0.26 units for the week. I'm down 0.24 units overall, 0.24, less than a unit, less than a quarter of a unit. Again, for a pro, units are usually in the five to one to $5,000 betting range. For someone casual, it might be 10 bucks. It doesn't matter. It's the same concept. Liquidity and getting bets off is more challenging as a pro. But again, bet within your means. I'm, I'm teeing you up for... I'm for ready the, for you. I for didn't it. know if you were finished talking. No, I didn't want to interrupt, even I though I will it. interrupt you on Interrupting occasion. Interrupting, go for it. And so this is the first time we'll say this today, and it's important, especially as we head into week one where everybody is jacked to spend all their money mm-hmm. betting games the week NFL. one. Crazy. Don't do it that way, please. And along those lines, PointsBet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience, but if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please... Call the Connex Ontario helpline at 1-866-531-2600 or message PointsBet's amazing customer support and they will help you personally. Do we have Teddy yet or we're not quite there yet? All right. So before we get to Teddy, I want you to consider some things here as we head into week one. Okay? I've been working here, Harley. Go for it. I've been making notes. I've been doing my homework. All right? So... One first thing that stood out for me on the week one lines, looking at it as a, as a whole, there, there are 16 games, 32 teams. There's no bye weeks for the first mm-hmm. few weeks. There are 10 home underdogs this week. Mm-hmm. 10 of the 16 games has a home dog. And that plays into some of the numbers I want to tell you about. So NFL betting favorites, which for a professional like you is music to your ears, They're going through one of the worst stretches against the spread and straight up in the last 20 seasons. Mm -hmm. Underdogs have covered the spread in more games than favorites in four straight regular seasons. Underdogs pulled 99 outright upsets last year, winning nearly 37% of the games during last week's 18-week regular season. And the dogs, the underdogs, winning percentage was tied for highest in the past Five seasons, and the 99 upsets were the most since 2006. And the first ever week 18 had six upsets, but even without those, 2021 was one of only five regular seasons in the last 20 to feature 90 outright upsets. I will also add, 2021 was the fourth straight season with at least one underdog of 15 points or more winning straight up. And it happened twice, both by the Jags. No upsets have been that large in the previous 22 seasons, according to ESPN Stats and Info. That's where these numbers are coming from. Lastly, in 2017, I know there's a lot to digest, Faves covered 54.4% of the games. That's the second highest in the previous 20 seasons. And since 2018... The dogs have covered 53.6% of regular season games, which meant the sports books have been making a lot of money. Yes, they have. Now, what 
is very important to understand is, is that since 2018, the dogs are over 53%. It's important for a few reasons. One, 2018 is when the U.S. legalized sports betting, yep. which meant casual guys bet, which meant you had less proportionate sharks. And as a result of that, they inflated the lines because guys think Casey's got to win and Mahomes is always going to win, and he doesn't. And betting the underdogs was great. Again, you need to win 52.6% of the time with the standard 110 VIG. I just ran the math with points bets new minus 107 VIG. You just ran it since I said it three minutes ago? Well, I heard about it 11 oh, minutes, okay. ago, from, 11 minutes from, ago from from Nick, and that was more than enough for me. And if you win 52% of your games with the minus 107, you're a winner. So it goes from 52.6 as the magic break even number to, to now 52. 51 8. 52 makes you a winner. You used to 51 need 51.8 8 is break even. 52, you're a winner. 52, so explain the 14 cent line for our newbies. What does that mean? 14 cent lines means laying on average seven cents each way. So while traditionally you had to risk 1.1 unit or $110 to win $100, Points Best now decided you only got to risk $107 to win $100. So basically, they slash their commissions by a third across the board on the NFL, across the board on the totals. From what I understand, they're doing it for other sports, baseball. Anything else? Okay, so the NBA... Corey Travers is giving me nods. And so they're planning to do it for the NBA. Obviously, we're not in the NBA season yet. Hopefully, they trim up their lines for soccer for the World Cup and everything else. But the 107 versus 110 is huge. And if massive. You're, if you're some. And that's for the player. And we always talk about line shopping. And if you're at some of the other books and you're laying 110 in the NFL, I mean, open up your points bet account ASAP. Promo code play on. The code is play on oh there's no promo right the code there's no promo there's no bonus except making two bald people happy (laughs) one other thing that relates to how you approach the nfl with some of the numbers in the last few years and another one that i know you're going to talk about as we go along not this specific number but as it relates to totals yeah 53.5 percent 53.5 of regular season games went under the total last year. That's a four-year high. And one other little number to consider, only once in the last five years have teams covered, have home teams covered more than road teams. The road teams have the edge over the last four years at 51.7%. And historically, that has not been the case. I do want to make one note. We push the dogs because they're value and we're all about value here. If you like betting favorites in the NFL, that's okay. It's not ideal. You probably won't make much money. I would be doing so Tuesdays at points bet. And I'm saying that for two reasons. One, the lines come out and they tend to bet up the favorites. So if you like to bet the favorites, you're usually going to get a better value early in the week. Also, on points bet on Tuesdays, I like this. They give more bonus points on Tuesdays. So, Tuesdays, points bet, if you're going to bet the favorites in the NFL, that seems to be the best time to do it. All right. So, let's talk about your approach. We touched upon this a little bit last week, or we teased it, if you will. I should ask you about teasers. We had a question about that on Twitter. But before I get off track, how do you approach, first of all, Week one, like early season advice for betters. I mean, aside from what I said a few minutes ago, like don't blow your bankroll in week one, please. I'm not a don't definitely don't blow your bankroll. We're going to get into it afterwards. I like the dogs to outright win and the upsets. One thing you didn't talk about with your 21 statistics is there's not a single seven point or higher favorite this week in the NFL. Well, there was a seven, right? I think Baltimore was seven at the Jets. They were at one point. They're dropping low. The point is it's a, it's a really tough week for survivor. 
Yes. And I've been getting a lot of those uh, questions. Yeah. yeah I, I, so, so just quickly, the Titans, the Titans are my survivor. Pick. Oh, I was going to say, do you I have got a survivor pick? My rule is always only bet home teams. I was You're say, giving up too much value on the road. I'm hearing a lot of Broncos and I'm like, yeah, hey, they're, road teams. yeah they're on the road. And they also like this concept on Monday night and whatever, like Russell Wilson's not going to lose to Seattle. Like Pete Carroll's got a couple tricks up his sleeve. I'd be careful. Um, I like taking underdogs to win outright in week one. In week one, I don't trust some of these kind of pseudo favorites. Last year, there were some bizarre results, right? Remember the Packers got blown out by New Orleans and the world was falling and Aaron Rodgers went on 13 games and he was the MVP. Yeah, and then he Buffalo had major hype last year coming into the year. And they kind of shit the bed week one, right? They lost to enough, not particularly good Pittsburgh team. Right. Uh, and I can cite others. Week one, screwy. And the other thing to consider about week one is, remember, the preseason is now a week shorter, right? There's only three preseason games as opposed to four. This is the first year they've done that. And there's an extra week in the regular season. So for a lot of teams, week one is almost like a preseason game. Um, the next general question I want to ask before we start actual games and picks is in-game betting. You wanted to talk a little bit about that and your approach. Yeah, my approach to that is zag, like usual. So, for example, the Bears are playing the Niners, and if Justin Fields and the Bears score the first touchdown, the Niners are going to drop to below minus 200. They're currently, uh, points bets has them minus 325 to win the game. As a money line favorite. As a money line favorite. Because they can lose to the Bears. But yes, they can lose, and now seven and vulnerable. Presumably, Fields looks good. I mean, if they go up, if they score the next touchdown on a fluke bounce or whatever, it's 14 points, and that's a big hole. You're way better off betting the Bears here, plus 150. and They're up by seven points. They're going to end up winning that game more than 40% of the time. So, again, if you want to watch a game, wait for the opportunity where the shitty team and them, fish friends, are just going to re- so, be betting up the favorites. Right, so you're not inclined where a favorite goes down early. The no, line the shifts more, more in your favor, worst. right? It's in terms just, of you're not laying it's as It's just much. a fake way of betting an underdog. If KC's <laughs> down 21-3 and you can get 2-1 to one on Mahomes, it's not value. It's just a sucker bet. All right, let's get to some of the early games. I would argue the juice at... Panthers. Yeah, you've Why? been on that for a while with the ex-quarterbacks. Well, yeah, Baker, Baker Mayfield going yeah, yeah, up yeah. against his old team. And then there's four divisional games uh, on the early slate. We're talking 1 o'clock Eastern. Anything stand out for you? None of those games. I got three bets, and it's not on any of those games. In fact, the three bets I like in the NFL are all at 1 o'clock in three ugly games with nothing you not. Plus 250 at points bet. I got the Lions plus and I got the Jags plus 120. You can get five cents better on each of those at points bet than, for example, Okay, well, hold on. We, ha- we haven't got to the late games yet, but I thought we were going to spend a few minutes on the early games. I guess not because no, these is, are all early the, games. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. You, you have yeah. picks. on. You said you have no picks on the early no, games. No, none in the four games you mentioned. Oh, none. In, okay, so, right? These are people can or pause, you know, bears plus 250. Bears plus 250. Okay, I'm writing this down. Yeah. Lions plus 175. Woo. And Jags plus 120. Care to expand on why on any of those? Of course. For starters, you get five cents better on each at point spread compared to bet 365. So always line shop. And why do I see the value? With the turnover in the NFL yearly, it's getting harder and harder to read the analysis. It's largely a play against the opponents. The Niners and Eagles, they don't have star quarterbacks. Well, Trey Lance is a big question mark. In fact, that's one of the props I'm going to have later on. You you got non-star. Starting for the Niners over you, Jimmy G. You got non-star quarterbacks on the road as big favorites. I don't like those spots. And... The Jags are playing Washington and Wentz, and I just don't trust bad teams as favorites. I like taking the money, especially with sophomore stud Lawrence. Again, the Lions? The talk li- talk the, about the Lions. The Lions are in the exact same spot as the Bears. Their opponent 
is not an established quarterback. Hurts, even though they're beginning, the Eagles have been getting all kinds of love the I, last couple of weeks. I've been giving the Eagles a lot of love because they play in the NFC least, and they're the least by far. That division, frankly, stinks, right? Well, the Cowboys are going to be competitive. I'm not going to. No, no, they're going to be competitive. I'm not saying they're going to be a juggernaut because they're not. Yeah. So I think the Eagles are overhyped. Listen, I like them in the relatively weak division. But again, being a big favorite on the road. Have you been watching Hard Knocks? Like, has that influenced your Lions pick? I don't even know who's on Hard Knocks. Oh, it's the Lions. And? Well, everybody, again, has been pumping their tires because... They've been on hard knocks, and now everybody's in love with their head coach, Dan Campbell. Some people are calling him Man Campbell now, right, the way he approaches things. He's hilarious. They they won 11-6 and against the spread last year. Yes, they did. Eight times they covered in losses. So that's an amazing record against the spread. Six and two against the spread at home, and they were dogs in every game. Right. That's crazy. All right, so three picks already. Three picks. Bears, all money line. All money line. I'll go through the unit betting. Remember, the bigger the dog, the less you bet because of the payouts and the volatility. You're going to recap the units at the end of the show. For those? I'll I'll give it now. now. I'm doing a half unit on the Bears plus 250 to make 1.25 units of profit. 0.8 units on the Lions plus 175 to make 1.4 units of profit. And one unit on the Jags plus 120 to make 1.2 units of profit. So if you see what's going on, generally speaking, when I bet dogs on the money line, I risk less than a unit to try to win just over a unit. And so do you often play money line dogs as opposed to taking the point spread on dogs? It totally depends on the field. Opening week of the NFL season for sure, where I think the distribution and the volatility and results is huge. And by that, I mean... Teams are winning and losing by 20 points, and you're not as prepared. As the season progresses, I tend to like the point spread more and more. The games tighten up, and the value of each point becomes greater, in my opinion. All right, there's some good advice. In fact, I remember years ago, I went an entire NFL season and only bet money line dogs Love the it. entire season, and I ended up in the positive. Yeah, of course. Not you by did. a lot. The but question is, why up, didn't you stick to that winning strategy? Because I'm a casual better and I'm wishy-washy. Yeah. I, I'm the first one At to admit you know it. it. All right, let's turn our attention now to the late games. Okay. That's 4 o'clock Eastern, and 1 o'clock time. Pacific, and the primetime games. The juicy matchups for me, Chiefs at Arizona. I'm alluding to something a little later on that will happen okay. in terms of a pick. Of course... Tampa at Dallas, the Sunday nighter, which is a re a rematch of last year's opener on the Thursday night when yeah. the Bucks hosted the Cowboys, right? They were the defending Super Bowl champs. That was a really entertaining game. Let's hope tonight lives up to that. And then the big one Monday night, Russell Wilson back in Seattle, this time wearing the orange and blue of the Denver Broncos. That's going to be fun. And I'll be very interested to see what kind of reception Wilson gets back to Seattle. I think it's going to be nothing but plaudits and the nice video tribute. So, you got any picks on the fours or the primetime games? No. Nope. Not including tonight, which we'll get to later. Nope. I, I, I'm excited for the games. You didn't even mention the one. Uh, I'm kind of de facto in a Viking household, and they're hosting Rodgers and Green Bay. And That's a, one of a several divisional in, games. In a virtual pick um, that if you look at it, it's pretty much the Vikings' whole season. If they can't beat the Packers and Rodgers at home, then what are they playing for? And Rodgers can coast to another division. I don't know if you saw him. He was quoted today. They asked him about the other teams in his division, and they all feel like they're taking a step up. And his response was, yeah, yeah, I've heard this every year for about a decade, and it just never seems to come to fruition. But I think the one team in that division that can give him a run, and and I think it will happen this year, I think it's going to be competitive, is exactly who they're playing week one, the Vikings. I don't know what to make of their new head coach. I don't know what to make, frankly, of any of the new head coaches because we haven't seen them live yet. But uh, they have a pretty good roster. I think Kirk Cousins is a little underrated. He got a couple monkeys off his back last year, like winning a primetime game, beating a team over 500, which he failed to do both. I think he'd never won a primetime game until last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. And his record against teams with a winning record was terrible. But I think the Vikes are going to give the Pack a run for their money because I think the Packs are going to take a little bit of a step back this year. Not because of Rodgers, but because of the losses to their roster from a year ago. 
We'll All right. Are you on anything? Arizona, KC? Oh, I'm saving my oh, picks you're saving for later. For the end? I'm going to do it at the end. Okay, I got a suggestion. Let's forget about Teddy. Let's bring on Corey. I want to discuss the minus 107 each way. I'm, nice oh, try. Teddy's here? Teddy is here. Oh, and so, put, oh, so let's nice, not do that. nice try. And I, by I the way, by the way, by the way, you're the professional gambler. Yeah. I'm the professional host. So I get to decide who goes when. Okay. You pick it. Go. <laughs> so please put on your headphones so we can hear Teddy. And it's our pleasure to welcome to play on with Jory and Harley. A new addition to the points bet family. It's Teddy Greenstein, longtime sports writer with the Chicago Tribune. And now, as I get the title correct, he is the senior content manager and player, de- sorry, senior editor and player development manager at PointsBet. I knew I'd screw that up. I'm not hearing Teddy yet. Oh, <laughs> there, he there he is. There he is. I, I hear your voice. Teddy, welcome to the show. Here, Troy, do you want to see him? I could see him also. Harley Any can see you. I can only hear you. So. Do I look okay? This oh, there you go. Now I can see you. Looking good. Looking good. This is So, a- Teddy, um, I understand that the newsletter, otherwise known as The Hustle, launched yeah. today. So please tell us about that, and then we'll get into all of your involvement with PointsBet. I would love to. And by the way, shout out to all my in-laws who uh, live in Toronto. I was just ah. uh, here with the, oh yeah, I married a nice uh, Canadian girl from the York Mills area. So all, uh, your, all ah, your in-laws, how, very many in-laws nice. how many in-laws do you have here? Yeah. Too many to name. I mean, that Passover <laughs> table is full. We've had 30 people some years, but so uh, Toronto, a Toronto and a Canadian con- connection. Nice to hear. Yeah. She married me for the green card, you know, yeah. making it I've heard- all these years later. So guys, thanks for having me indeed. So today was the first, um, we call it Hustle 2.0. We've been putting out this newsletter once a week and it's been going to about 60,000 points bet clients. Starting today, it went to over a million sends. It was uh, every points bet client. And then we got a bunch of leads from NBC and all the points bet employees. So basically what we're trying to do is, you know, we're spotlighting big bets and, and really good boosts. And we're just trying to arm betters with information. So, you know, we have a, we have a graphic here uh, for the Alabama-Texas game. So people know that 91% of the money is going on Alabama. Some people like betting with the public. A lot of people like fading the public. We also have expert picks. We have Jay Croucher, who's been our uh, head of trading. We have, of course, Ryan Leaf, new to the points bet family. And then I give my picks as well. One for Alabama-Texas and one for tonight's game. And so the newsletter now used to be once a week, but now it's going to be a little more frequent, right? That's right. Three times a week. We're doing Thursday, Sunday, and Monday with the potential to do more. But we just felt like, you know, those are the biggest betting days in the fall. So that's where we're starting. And Teddy, tell me about uh, your loyalty to your alma mater when they're an inflated favorite because of one fluke win. Are you? true. uh, I will tell you. It's going to be a bet of mine later on and not in the way you're going to want to hear, but I just want to know how your loyalty lies to your school when uh, versus making money for the people reading the hustle. Which school is it, by the way? Northwestern. Ah, Northwestern. Exactly. So I don't blame you at all. Northwestern (laughs) is historically a horrendous home favorite. They always play down to the level of competition. And it won't surprise me if the final score on Saturday at Ryan Field in a game I will be attending will be something like 17 to 13 and Duke will cover. So I will put like the bare minimum on Northwestern just for the hell of it um, with absolutely no confidence that the Wildcats will come through. But hopefully you did have the Cats plus 12 and a half against Nebraska in Dublin. Maybe you were even bold enough to bet the money line because absolutely Northwestern is a great underdog and a terrible favorite. Mm-hmm. So, Teddy, uh, reading a little bit about you, obviously long time with the Chicago Tribune, and over the years you gradually worked in betting content into your columns and and the various things that you were writing about as it related to Chicago sports. What kind of a sports better are you, right? And before you answer, so Harley is a professional gambler. Yes. Period. I'm Joe Public. 
Yep. I have a little more knowledge than the everyday guy, but yep. I'm a casual better. Where do you fall on the spectrum? I am more casual. And I'll give you an example of just a stupid bet I made this week. So I had a <laughs> nice future on Nick Kyrgios. Ah. So I'm going to watch this, uh, you know, this Kyrgios match um, the other night. The and Hashinov, the quarterfinal match against Hashinov? Exactly. Against Karen, okay. as I, as I yeah. was calling yeah. him, because I, yeah. I didn't like Karen. I don't like many Karens, and I didn't <laughs> like him because he played so well. And instead of being smart and realizing that Kyrgios is a total hothead who's inconsistent and you can't count on him one match or the other, I said, well, I'm going to root for him. So, oh, but I'll be smart. I, I won't bet the minus 280 or whatever he was to win the match. I'll just do the game spread, which obviously got throttled on that. And it's just, yeah, I try to be smart, but, you know, you just get trapped into these things of like betting parlays because <laughs> they're irresistible and betting teams that you want to do well. So Northwestern, I will bet very, very little, but I'm at the game. And in case they actually cover, I want to be extra happy. And so you are a parlay better. Yeah. I mean, I try not to be crazy, but like, look, I, I mean, it's an interesting situation with points bet. Um we are allowed, our, our spouses are allowed to bet. So I have um, uh, hashtag sports betting wife on social media. So sports betting <laughs> wife has an account. Sports betting wife is now a VIP. And, um, you know, if you're a VIP on points bet, if you bet uh, a $20 single game parlay Monday through Friday, you immediately get a $20 free bet. Well, that's pretty irresistible, isn't it? Yes, so it is. So I, I try to lay off the parlays. I know that the smartest bets are probably straight up spread bets. You know, the, the margin there is, is closer to five or 6% versus 8%. But uh, we all find the parlays irresistible, don't we? Cause we love hitting those four leggers. Harley one last for Teddy. Oh no, I was just going to confirm with Teddy. Obviously we all want to gamble responsibly yes. after curios lost. I'm hoping you didn't take a tennis racket or the <laughs> remote or anything else and start smashing it around like a baby throwing a temper tantrum. We've all been tempted. I think for me, it would be the throwing the remote through the television. I think that's what we want to do. A couple times I have spiked the remote control down on the couch Fortunately, it has not bounced back and hit me in the face. That's as angry as I get. I actually am a poker player, and I pride myself on being pretty emotionless when I'm watching, or at least I pretend to be. It's funny you say that, Teddy. I also play a lot of poker, and I always say my A game is at best an A-. minus. But when <laughs> other people tilt and go to a D or an F, I'm still yeah. playing B-plus poker, and that's where, that's where the gap in the success lies. If you can, I always say, if I can break even on the nights when I have bad cards, you know, and then you certainly want to maximize the nights you have good cards, that's the key. But uh, if you're an A minus, you're still going to be a winning player, certainly in, uh, in most groups, including mine. Teddy, thanks a lot for joining us. Best of luck with the Hustle 2.0. We hope to talk to you again and uh, enjoy the Thursday nighter in week one. Jory and, and Harley. North and Northwestern, of course. Absolutely. Enjoyed it a ton, guys. Let's do it again. Take care. Thanks, Teddy. Teddy Greenstein, formerly of the Chicago Tribune, has taken the headphones off. And now with PointsBet. And hey, you want to get access to the newsletter? It's easy. Download the PointsBet app, right? Sign up with the code PLAYON. You're in business. No promo code. Just the code PLAYON. But you do have access to the newsletter. No promo code. Just for those who don't know, our, our good buddy and compadre here, uh, Nick Sulsky, the chief commercial officer at PointsBet, is uh, shaking his head dramatically at the BS coming out of Harley's mouth. Let's keep it with PointsBet. We are powered by PointsBet, of course. And Corey Travers, good-looking young man with a full head of hair, is here for his weekly visit. Corey's the head trader at PointsBet Canada. So... First, Harley talked about it a little bit, uh, but how excited are you about points back going to a 14 cent line? I mean, I think that's huge. Anyone who's, uh, you know, really passionate about betting is going to realize the difference between a 20 cent and a 14 cent line. Like, it's one of those things, as soon as you log into the site, the first game you see on the front page, here, I'll move up and be a bit more of a professional this week, um, is, you know, the core lines, and you see 
minus 107 instead of minus 110 or 110 and you see that on both sides like that's just a huge difference maker so i think you know obviously we're new to the ontario market um but as the ontario player gets a little bit more aware of everything going on out there it's just going to be a bigger and bigger differentiator i think between us and the other books that we're competing with um i, I do want to ask one tennis question so you could be quiet over there harley so Harley said, you know, once Serena was out, things sort of really dropped off as it relates at least to watching the U.S. Open. But from a betting perspective, was there momentum from Serena that continued? And part two, did you stay up and were you monitoring the action on the Alcaraz Sinner match last night that went until like 3 a.m.? I, I personally was not. Yeah. Uh, we have some great traders who were yeah. doing that. Uh, and, you know, my hat's off to them. Uh, a lot of guys in Australia, actually. So it wasn't yeah. like guys here staying up till 3 a.m. Uh, I actually had an, I had an outright on Sinner, so I was kind of oh. rooting for him. Oh. But uh, whatever. I mean, Alcaraz is an exciting young player. Oh. Um, Tiapo, I think, is extremely exciting as well. I don't yep. know if those guys have the mainstream appeal well certainly not to the extent that serena did but uh i mean just having those guys still in the tournament there's some really fun tennis to still watch but was there still a good flood of action on tennis that serena is. momentum carried on a little yeah, bit for sure i mean tennis is something we find that uh like higher staking clients really like to bet on another thing too is that uh you do have the next game market in, in tennis that people like to play it's sort of like the lightning markets that we'll be offering in NFL where you can bet on the result of the next play or like first down, stuff like that. So um, if you really want to get a couple bets off in the same game and not just like make a bet pre-match and then sweat it for the entirety of the game, that's something you can do in tennis, which is really fun for a lot of our customers. All right. So generally, what should customers and especially people who are about to sign up and use the code play on be quiet, Harley? What should they be looking for um, that you can offer for the NFL season, like in-game, same-game parlays? Talk yeah. about some of the great offerings you have. Absolutely. In-game, same-game parlays is a huge one. Um, that's just, yeah, you can make a same-game parlay. Obviously, these are these are events that are correlated. So if you, have, if you think that, hey, like I think the Rams are going to score a ton of points tonight, I think of those points, they're going to be Cooper Cup touchdowns. So you can parlay Rams team totals, Cooper Cup touchdowns, and you think those things both happen. Also, the Rams are going to win on the money line. Uh, now, let's say you didn't make that bet pre-match. Pre let's say you're watching the game, and you're starting to get a feeling for, like, oh, McVay really has the guys playing well tonight. Like, I didn't expect that. You can make that bet same game, uh, or, sorry, in play, the same game parlay. So that's not available everywhere. That is available at points bet. It's a very fun thing that we have. Um, we also have very high uptime on a lot of our player prop markets. So we'll have, um, we're aiming for over 80%, which we think is very attainable this year, which honestly to me, um, if you told me this last year, I thought that was like a bonkers number to have player touchdowns available in play for 80% of the match. I mean, with all the with all the suspensions that go on in a football game just due to penalties and stuff like that, uh, to have those up the whole, like nearly the whole game, four-fifths of the game, uh, that's a really impressive thing. Lightning bets are another one we're rolling out for this year where you can bet on the result of the next play, uh, whether and, and then the result like run, the drive, pass, run, pass, to interception, uh, first down, all everything. Uh, so that, that stuff's really cool as well. Um, but I think the, the big one for if you know, if you consider yourself a little, little bit more of a price sensitive better is the minus 107 lines that you get on core all NFL games, all core markets before the sides, match totals, yeah. Money lines. Exactly. The big right. three. Okay. Now, I read earlier today at points bet, and this goes to what we were talking about last week and with you as well, how props have become more and more prevalent and are getting more and more of the actual overall share of action. Yep. I read that at points bet, as of a few hours ago, there was more money bet on Cooper Cup to score an anytime touchdown than on the game itself. Yeah. I mean, is that, that true? Uh, as of the time of that tweet, that was true. Okay. Uh, that may not be true anymore. Okay. Um, but that, but, but I, it still yeah. goes to how it, it how is it, pretty it, outstanding. Yeah. Like that yeah. people are moving towards betting things like player props and alternative bets as opposed to the old traditional sides and totals. Exactly. And that's the fun thing about same game parlay. That's the fun thing about our offering, which just has a ton of props for everybody. I mean, you get way more markets 
uh, on points bet than you do on a lot of our competitors. There's some competitors out there who are obviously very good as well, um, and but those guys don't have the minus 107 line. So no, like, they don't. The the relatively sharp pricing uh, in terms of like lower margin and also the product that just has everything that you could possibly want to bet on, like it's a pretty good offering. And um, the other thing that points bet offers that we introduced last week is name a bet. You can name your own bet. So for week one, Harley did another cross sport bet, name a bet. And I did one for week one in the NFL. First talk about Harley's. Yeah, so Harley got one. uh, So uh, last week, for anyone who will remember, uh, it was the The Jays margin of victory. The Pittsburgh bet. Against the Pirates. And then Pitt against West Virginia. So Pitt won that game against West Virginia by a touchdown. Seven Seven. points. And then the Jays won their three-game total by eight. I know. The Jays actually cashed there. And it was crazy because that was Romano had runners on second and third. I was in for this nobody out. So literally, with two, like in the ninth inning of the third game, it was like it, it, it was still in play. Was, yeah, it was in play for the play. Anyway, so yeah, that couldn't have worked out better. And so and that and the Jays were the dog, right? I think they were Jays plus one forty, right? Yeah, they were. Um, I can't remember. I think that was. The I think it was plus one forty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so this week we're kind of going back to the well with another Jays versus a football team bet. Uh, so this week it is Jays total run scores. So this is not margin of victory. Uh, just total run scored in their three-game series against the Texas Rangers versus the Chicago Bears' total points scored in their Sunday matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. All right? So we and got, what was the, what's the line? We do have uh, the Bears are favorites here. They're uh, minus 140. And then you can get the Jays at uh, plus 105. Okay. And then I came up with one, um, and it was very simply a lot of veteran quarterbacks have moved, changed teams. Yeah. And those that are starting week one, I think there was six of them. I think there's seven. Yeah. Or seven. Uh, and which one of those would have the most passing yards in week one? That's right. So, we so got, what's the line? There's a bunch of guys on there. Uh, I'll actually have to check my app to remember. Yeah. It's you a, can, every one of them. But uh, we right, got, we're talking like Baker Mayfield, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota. In order. Okay, go ahead. We have Russell Wilson at plus 250. Okay. Uh, he, I guess this won't make sense until they're all read out. Uh, Carson Wentz at plus 350. And we have Matt Ryan at plus 500. Baker Mayfield also at plus 500. We got Mitch Trubisky at plus 600. Uh, Marcus Mariota at plus 900. And Jacoby Brissett at uh, plus 1100. So Russell Wilson is clearly the favorite. Russell Wilson is the favorite, but he's not favorite against the field by any means. Right, right. it's so, a yeah. big field. So Matty Ice, in my opinion, was the best addition, and at five to one, strikes me as good. But you got to be smart about these things. As good as Matty Ice is, I guess they well, also got the best the matchup. And well, they're playing the Texans. If yep. they're crushing him, he presumably runs the ball more, and they do have arguably the best running back in the league. So I guess it's a more balanced attack. No, he probably won't chuck it quite as much as he did in Atlanta uh, with that backfield that he has. So if you want to get that action and or name your own bet, again, download the app, sign up a points bet, use the code play on. Before we let you go, week one, yep. first tonight, Buffalo has been a two and a half point favorite I think for about a month now, and that line hasn't the, really moved. It got, True? it got a pretty juice towards Buffalo. It almost got the three today, but now it's back at just a dead pick uh, at, my, at minus two and a half. <laughs> okay, and for week one in general, yeah. where are you exposed? Where's most of the money? What lines are moving or you expect to move? Yeah. Like, where are you seeing the well, most action? We, we do have a lot of money on Buffalo. Um, the, the tweet that you referenced earlier, the reason there's not a lot on uh, the Rams to cover the spread is because there is a lot on the Bills to cover the spread. Uh, people who want to bet on a Rams outcome seem more interested in betting on player props. Like, because Cooper Cup can score a touchdown, but if, you know, Josh Allen throws for five touchdowns, it doesn't mean anything. So I think there are a lot of people on the over, on the Bills, uh, minus two and a half. Um, one line that we have seen move uh, fairly recently is the the Jets line actually, or sorry, the Ravens line against the Jets has gotten to seven. So it's a pick at, at minus seven. Uh, that that was four and a half not long ago. Right, and that's the Zach Wilson. Yeah, right. And, he might have been Jackson available, sure and again. now he's not available, and it's Joe Flacco. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson, there was some doubt about him. Exactly. Okay? So the quarterback situation really moved that line there. 
Any sharp money on a particular game that we should know about? Um, yeah, we've seen some sharp money. The thing is that like all the sharp money we've kind of seen, like the line has now moved. Um, but yeah, we, we did see earlier on, we saw some, some people get on that line before it shifted. Uh, the game we talked about last week, the, uh, the Browns, uh, Panthers game that started off with, uh, the Browns as favorites and then it went to the Panthers and now it's about a pick. So we've had some sharp money kind of at different stages, just getting advantageous lines. Right. Well, uh, that was also quarterback related. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, some sharp guys who got on that, like a very, when the news was just breaking. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely some guys who have advantageous lines, have some positive EV already on those games. Uh, but right now the line is about as efficient as it's going to be for the Bills game. Uh, and it'll get, you know, more and more efficient as we go for the other games as well. And finally, are you expecting just a flood of action in the next few days? Like leading into Sunday? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's already started. Like we don't know exactly what to expect. We can look at other points, bet jurisdictions, look at like what they saw week one of NFL there, but like we started operating in April. So it's. It, we don't know exactly how big this is going to be in the Ontario market. We know it's going to be huge. We know it's going to be the biggest thing we've seen. But the actual how big it is, like that, that still remains to be seen. But we're seeing a lot of action already. This is not like the last couple of months. This week is big. Uh, yeah. You're going to be working hard over That's the right. weekend. Going, going straight back to work after this. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. We'll look forward to seeing you next week and see what happened week one. Corey, there he goes. Tell him to grab some Korean barbecue wings to go from the bottom line. Oh, yeah, he will. Him Don't worry. Staff at we'll we'll plug it again it. later. That, again, that's our uh, head trader at Points, Points Bet Canada, Corey Travers, with his weekly visit, and he'll be by. Or he'll send one of his underlings I'd one love, of the weeks. I want to. I want to bring the underlings you in want an underling? one time. Yeah, I want to see if they're soft. If we can take advantage <laughs> of them in at weak times, or if he's built up a tough base there. All right. So we've covered the early games. We've covered the late games and the prime time games, with the exception of tonight. Do you want to do tonight first, or any props or same game parlays for the weekend? All my same, my same game and my prop is for tonight. All right, so, so let's talk about tonight. Let's start with the game. I mean, we touched upon it before. The line open, Rams won. The Bills are two and a half point favorites. Yeah, that, that line was like in April or yeah, something. when it first right. opens up, right. this line has been bet into for six months. The Bills are a two and a half point favorite. They're 55% to win if you net out the VIG. And that's mad respect on the road at the Super Bowl champions. We haven't seen this in Orchard Park since Kelly and Thomas and those Super Bowl championship days. What's the total right now? The total right now is, good question. Sorry to put you on the spot, but we like to give the side and the total always. That's us old school traditional guys looking at the the traditional lines. uh, 52, and again, it's minus 107 each way on points bed now. Standard operating procedure. So do you have any thoughts on the side or the total? No. Okay. So where, where are your plays on tonight's game? I got a prop bet tonight that Cooper Cup will get under 95 and a half passing yards. And it's minus 125. I'm risking minus 125 or 1.25 units to win a unit. Under 90 and a half yards. 95 and a half yards. Sorry, 95 and a half yards minus... 125 minus 125 now yeah the 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 vig the juice is always greater on prop bets but it's much higher in this way and that's why i like it i don't know if you know this but cup got 95 passing yards or more in his last 12 regular season games you know who else knows that the books (laughs) and yet yet they're le- they're making you lay 125 to go under that total. They're begging you to go over the 95 and a half. Most people are more than compliant. When the book's pushing you one way, it's like toxic danger. It's like them pushing you into a landmine where you're just going to dissolve. Don't do it. Fade it for value. That's why I'm on cup. The one thing that I like about that play is I think you're going to see Cup gets so much attention, mm-hmm. right? Don't forget, Tredavious White for the Bills is still not ready to go, right? He's going to miss the first few games. Um, that's a little bit of a problem for the Bills. So you may see a lot of double coverage, a little bracket coverage on Cup 
So you may want to look at an Allen Robinson props tonight for that very reason, right? Playing off what you just talked about. Maybe a lot of more of those touches and yards go to their new free agent signing in Allen Robinson. Just a thought. Um, and you also have a same game parlay for tonight. I do. So I'm obviously a Bills fan and the same game parlays are really fun. I got one for plus 850. I put it up on points bet. I played around with it this morning. You risk 0.1 unit to win 0.85 units. The Bills to cover minus two and a half. Bills, Hori, Bills minus two and a half. Yeah. Diggs to score a touchdown. Diggs anytime touchdown. The Rams get less than two and a half touchdowns. And Stafford gets less than two touchdown passes. So obviously highly correlated at plus 850. If Diggs scores, I like my chances on everything else. The Bills can win this game something like 24-10, 24-14 with only one Stafford touchdown pass. Hopefully uh, Cup doesn't get over 95 yards and I can run the table on my uh, first Thursday so, night so of it's, NFL it's bets. Stafford with the points under right. one and a half touchdown yes. passes, right? That's the yeah. fourth leg. Mm -hmm. It's funny because... I was looking at one like uh, I was looking at a same game parley for myself, and that was one of the things I targeted. Yeah, that I thought there's maybe good value if you pair it up with some other things. All right, I have a couple of plays this week. <clears throat> I do. Let's hear it. You're I do. Off the Schneid. All right, I have a prop in one of the early games, and it's Trey Lance, the new starting quarterback for the Niners, under. 215 and a half passing yards. Okay. Minus 125 at points bet. Why? It's not his first game action, right? He did start, I think, one or two games last year, but he didn't see a, a ton of action. He, he played when Jimmy G was out. If you know anything about the Niners, their head coach, Kyle Shanahan, loves to run the ball. He's a run-first guy. Mm -hmm. On the road... First game of the season. I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of interesting running calls. A lot of Debo right out of the backfield. He wants to run the ball. He wants to take the pressure off Trey Lance. And don't forget, Trey Lance is also a very good athlete and runner. So I think you might see him with the ball in his hands that way. So I'm going under 215 and a half passing yards for Trey Lance. Minus 125. For 0.5 of a unit. Your nightmare, obviously, in that type of bet is the dinky passes to Debo that get that broken goes, right. for, 75 for 70 yards. Yeah, but exactly. other than that, he ain't throwing the ball deep downfield. And the truth is, if the Bears offense doesn't muster much, they're going to play ball control and punt and win the game that way. So you you understand my thinking there. Are you, what else you got? Um, I also like, going off of what you said, Allen Robinson. Over five and a half catches tonight. Okay. That's plus 115 at points bet. So, again, Allen Robinson tonight for the Rams, over five and a half catches, plus 115.5 of a unit. The other game I like, I'm not making it an official play, but it's something I've got my eyes on, and I want your thoughts on it quickly. Arizona plus six at home to the Chiefs. It's a big number. Kyler Does that make Murray any sense and the Cardinals were all the love in the league last year. Well, and don't forget, under Cliff Kingsbury, they have gotten out to tremendous starts. They were 7-0 and last know, year. Listen, it's a big line. It's and Mahomes. the Chiefs, they just know Mahomes, and the Mahomes are going to bet Mahomes, and they, you get good value in Arizona. You know what? I like that. Okay. I'm not making it official, but that's right, something that caught my eye from the slate. The of course, bets. I'm going to win that one. Yeah, but oh, yeah. I'm going to win my phantom pretend invisible bet. Or right? maybe even grosser. It'll be one of those where it gets tied up with a field goal in overtime and Casey scores they're, a touchdown and, the, and wins by they're, six. They're goals. also plus 200 on the money line. Wow. Cool. Right? Plus 200 on the money line are the cards. Now, I wrote down my other play, and now I can't find it. Yeah, it was I'll probably a it. tennis bet. It was, oh, here it attention is. To. Here it is. I've got it. So... The other play I have, and I'm going to make it a full unit, my friend. Okay. And I love Carlito Alcaraz. I think he is the next big thing in tennis. He's going to be number one. In fact, if he wins the tournament, he will be number one in the world, which is crazy, but that's I don't want to get off on the tangent about why the ATP rankings are all screwed up. 
But tomorrow night, Francis Tiafo is a plus 160 underdog to Alcaraz. Okay. Alcaraz finished playing last night at 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. A 5-hour and 15-minute epic match. Yeah. He played five sets two nights before. Yes, he's young. He's got fresh legs. But Tiafo is on a roll. He won in straight sets in the afternoon yesterday. I think Alcaraz long-term is the better player, but I like Tiafo at plus 160 to beat Alcaraz in the U.S. Open men's semi tomorrow. That'll be in the evening. All right? That's a one-unit play. So I got all kinds of action today. You're all today. over the place. Good. Opening I weekend of the NFL season. I got a college football bet. Right. That you have we two al- other plays, and then we'll just wrap it up. Just one more. Just one oh, more. Just one? Okay. I got a college football bet. We alluded to this uh, when we were on the phone with, with Teddy. Teddy. Duke plus 10 at Northwestern. Risking 1.1 units to win a unit. Northwestern, as he said, upset Nebraska. Well, wait, isn't it 1.07? Oh shit! Now it, uh, <laughs> by then it will be. For now, it's the one-one. Right, but so no, no. So we, we can yeah. give you the one point zero seven because get, uh, it will be official. There you go. Northwestern tops. Northwestern upset Nebraska in week one in Ireland. In Ireland, they opened as a six-point favorite to Duke and were immediately bet up to ten points. Classic overreaction to the win. Now they got to cover big as a home favorite to Duke. I'm betting they don't for value. All right. And so I'm going to remind everybody again before we recap all our picks, and we have plenty this week. We're a little excited about week one and a few other things. So this may be more action than you may see on a typical week, but notice how nobody bet more than one unit. And that's because points bet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience. They want you to enjoy it. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario helpline at one 531 2600 or message points bets amazing customer support and they will help you personally and reminder again sign up download the points bet app and use the code play on so recap your picks i'll recap mine i was down 0.24 of a unit entering the week I got three NFL money line dog bets on Sunday. I got a half a unit on the Bears plus 250 to make 1.25 units of profit. 0.8 units on the Lions plus 175 to make 1.4 units of profit. One unit on the Jags plus 120 to make 1.2 units of profit. Again, I line chopped all three of those lines and got five cents better at points bet than bet 365. I'm risking 1.25 units to win a unit that Cooper Cup goes under 95 and a half receiving yards tonight. That game kicks off in about two hours. And I also have a great single game parlay. I put it together plus 850. I'm risking 0.1 units to win 0.85 units. The Bills cover the two and a half points. Diggs scores a touchdown at any point in time. The Rams get less than two and a half touchdowns in the game and Stafford gets less then two touchdown passes. That's a very Bills-correlated same-game parlay, yes, isn't it? Yes, is. it is. Finally, in college, I like Duke, plus 10, to cover at Teddy's Northwestern, risking 1.1 <laughs> units to win a unit. All right, I've got three plays for you today. First time in three weeks. 0.5 of a unit for Trey Lance to go under 215.5 passing yards. Minus 125 at points bet. That's the Niners at Chicago, one of the early games on Sunday. Tonight, I've got Allen Robinson over five and a half catches at plus 115 for 0.5 of a unit, also at points bet. And then I've got tomorrow night's U.S. Open men's semifinal, Francis Tiafo plus 160 to take down Carlito Alcaraz. For one unit. So we got a lot of plays. We got some action. Our social media mag magnate at Points Bet Canada, Seb's here. He's going to get them all up for you so you can find them on Twitter. And so, reminder how to reach us. I'm at Jory Middle on Twitter. You are at Sharp Edge Picks. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. And again, reach out to us on Twitter. We will respond. 
If you give us a good tweet, we'll talk about it as well. We want to say some thank yous to our producer, Jordan LaRoche. Got it right this week. We want to say thanks to Corey Travers, the C- the uh, head trader at PointsBet Canada. Who's well already as- back in the office. He's already gone. PointsBet so conveniently located to the bottom line that he's back analyzing the bets coming in for tonight's game. Somebody who will probably join us again, Teddy Greenstein. He is uh, the chief poobah for the Hustle 2.0, the new newsletter at PointsBet. He's also the senior editor and player development manager at PointsBet. We'll hope to have Teddy on again. And we also want to say thanks, of course, to our hosts at the bottom line. We're here tonight. We're going to take in some of the game. Come get wings. Enjoy. Talk to us. Don't pat us on our bald heads, but you can say hello. And um, our friends at PointsBet who power this podcast. We thank them as well. And so on the way out, we say, for Harley, I'm Jory, may all your picks be winners, ours too. We'll talk to you next week for another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley, powered by PointsBet. Enjoy week one of the NFL. We'll be back for week two, a week from today, next Thursday. Enjoy, Harley. Enjoy, And good luck to your bills. Thank you.